Radio City Sports Saint and Snods with OD's designerclothing.com from the women's store Michael Kors and Canada Goose. Let's bring our first guest of the day in. Uh, 30 years, of course, this week since Everton won the league and the Cup Winners' Cup. So now the moment that Goodison Park has been waiting for for 15 years. As the trophy which heralds Everton as the number one team in England is given to their skipper Kevin Ratcliffe and paraded over his head. For the Everton fans have waited so long for this moment to enjoy and remember for years to come. Ratcliffe turns and parades the trophy to the huge posse of photographers. Champions with five games to spare. Wow, five, five. games to spare. Wow. You, there was some team then saying, weren't they? I just saw at half-time today, I want to tell you, they had the old boys who won the, the, the cup winners. Yep, cup. yep. They, won, they had them out uh, at half-time. Um, were you on this pitch when were you in that team? No, that no. was before I arrived. Before. Saying, yeah, right. it was at Leeds then. Stops. I was. At, I wasn't. I'd have been at Doncaster then. Eighty-five. Well, oh. end of. Yeah. I didn't go till January eighty-five to Leeds. Yeah. I, t- I think they missed a trick today in so much that they're doing a presentation at half time. The stands were nearly everybody had gone for a cup mm. of tea in the stands. Mm. You know, or mm. wherever they go now up there. Uh, I thought, why didn't they do it before the game? Before the, the place yeah. was packed. Mm. But also, everyone goes downstairs now at half time and watches the, the telly because they're all on the telly. Doesn't he do anything for the no, pictures that the rest of us are doing? No, no, exactly. Mm. Uh, anyway, listen, we're talking about yes. 1985, but we've also got a man on who can talk to us about Middlesbrough, Watford, Norwich. Mm. Uh, he's been everywhere, of course, and of course, he was part of that 1985 squad. Let's bring in Paul Wilkinson. Paul, how are you doing? Afternoon, guys. Yeah, Wilkie, I'm how fine. are you, mates? How are you, Snod? Yes, I'm, pal, you? I'm fine, pal. I'm fine. What's uh, you doing this fine afternoon? But after talking to us, or what you've been doing before you speaking to us? I've been training this morning, mate, because right. we're uh, I'm at Norwich now, so I yep. take the 21s, and we're up at Anfield on Monday, so we're uh, we got a little uh, a little game up there Monday after. Uh, Monday evening, so we've been preparing today, and yeah. we'll travel up tomorrow. And looking forward to it. Big game that, isn't it? Because Liverpool got beat at Chelsea the other day, but they're still pushing for that league title, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, mm. no, it's it's a big game because we we've got a bit of an influence because we've got them and Chelsea to mm. play. So we're looking forward to both the games, and, and did, obviously for us, the terrific games. Did you manage to see any of the first team game this afternoon, Wilkie? Yeah, yeah, so quite a bit of it. Obviously, you know, it's uh, everybody will be saying that it's put us in a good spot being out of the playoffs. So, like, mm. it's, uh, it'll be an even game again. It'll be a tough game, and obviously, it's uh, it's going to be a tough one for us. Local derbies, mm. both teams are going to be up for it, and uh, we'll have to play well to get through. Mm. I thought you played pretty well today. I thought you were unlucky not to win that today. You were the better side, eat comfortably, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's. Uh, Mick's always got a strong methodical side. We mm. we uh, probably a little bit better football side, but as you know, in these types of occasions, those things tend to go out the window, and it tends to be a bit blood and thunder. And you know, we've got to try and make sure that we don't get caught up in that in the second leg, and still maintain mm. our, our football and try and play our way through. Did yeah. you watch the Borough last night as well? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought again it was a good game for mm. us. Two halves. The middles were probably had the edge in the first half. Brentford second half and you know Middlesbrough got that little bit of luck that sometimes you need near the end with a deflected goal from the corner and you know it's given them the advantage but uh, as we all know 
Brentford are a good, strong team, and Mark Warburton's done a terrific job with them. And they'll go there; they'll have no fear, and they've got nothing to lose. And they'll mm. go and make it difficult for Middlesbrough. Mm, fantastic. Anyway, Wilkie, on to the main team that unfortunately got beat today in an early kickoff. That is the yeah. mighty Blues. That is Everton and Saints here. His famous laugh. Uh, he's chuckling down the phone, Wilkie. But oh, no, uh, the, the lads have been on the pitch at half-time. Howard, Sharpie, um, oh, there were the, the Band and Howe were there, John Bailey were there, there was Bob Laxford were there. It was fantastic to see yeah. the lads. Great reception uh, they all got as well. But uh, you joined that team as well, mate, in the... Was it 85 season, pal? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was the March of the 85 season, mm. right at the end of the transfer window, so... Uh, I was a lucky boy, but I mean, I was only 19, 20, moving from Grimsby, the little club on the east coast, and straight into a team that was top of the first division at the time. So it was uh, fantastic for me. And obviously, walking in the first day and seeing yeah. all the international players and the top players, and, you know, they, to be fair to them, they were, they, they were a terrific bunch, yeah. and they took me under the wing straight away. And, uh, you know, I was part of two or three years of real success at Everton and it was a fantastic time to be there. Yeah, that that was one thing that I, I got as well, Wilkie, when I signed in 87, the lads made you feel so welcome, wanted you to be a part of it straight away. But that, that sign of a, good, of a good squad, good lads, that make you feel welcome, want, want you to be part of it straight away and, and they do take you under the wing. But as you said, you walked in that dressing room and many, many international players, but what great lads as well. Yeah, I mean, listen, they were fantastic. I'm in the camaraderie. I think, as as all football clubs, you know, generally teams that have a lot of success, the camaraderie within the within the dressing room is so important. And, and you know, it, at that time, that camaraderie was brilliant. And as I said, everybody that came in, they took under the wings. I mean, within a week of being there, I had a new card, new suits, new gear, and you know, everything was taken care of. So everything else. Wilkie, was you definitely away, did so. need some new gear as well, though, mate, didn't you? <laughs> I'd say, listen, I came from Grimsby, you know what it's like there, mate. Put <laughs> 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 All you do is you smell a fish when you come from there. <laughs> <laughs> Wilkie, didn't they make, make you trim your hair as well, mate? Because you did have a big bouffant when uh, when you signed there. And I know my hair were uh, not the best. I had a long mullet, but yours were worse than mine, mate. Oh, it was, it was. I mean, it's frightening when you look back nowadays. But uh, now, to be fair, that. A little bit, but Cluffy, when I signed for Cluffy at Forest, he was the one who made me cut it because he wouldn't sign me unless I cut my hair. <laughs> Is so. that what he said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go straight around and get it, uh, get it cut. So, uh, <laughs> no, there's no way he would have let me sign there without having the trim. But, uh, no, as I said, the way, when I went, the boys were playing. And, obviously, they were involved in so much as well, mm. you know. They, they, they were going for the league title, the FA Cup, and, obviously, the Cup Winners Cup. So, it was a fantastic time to join the club, and for me, it was it was invaluable in my career because I learned so much and mm. I learned how to win. Yeah, and I think that was probably the biggest thing. I learned how to win and how to approach things and how to become a winner. Mm. Mm. You played, you played, you trained with with all that great side. Who who would you say out out of the lot of impression most in training and and actually on a, on in a team game, Wilkie? Uh, for me, um, they were all great players, Sheeds, etc. Uh, but I always say uh, Sheeds, Sharpie, they were, they were brilliant, brilliant players. But for me, Neville Southall was just world class at the time. Yeah. But you, 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 as I say, you joined two years earlier. Who, who would you say is the, was the main players there? 
to be fair, that listen, at a certain time of year, I died the same place. For me, when I first joined, Andy Gray was there. Yeah. And to be fair, he that first season that I was there, and and Andy was playing a lot with Sharpie and mm. tried to see him play. And uh, they virtually had to put him back together every week to get him out onto the pitch. Yeah. You know, just to see his attitude and his commitment to the game. And I think you saw what it meant to somebody just to be out there to be part of a winning team. And he he, he sort of gave me that drive to think, well, you know, somebody of, of, of his consistency throughout the season. And, and really, he'd struggled completely all the way through with injury. He hardly trained, really. Mm. And a lot of them did. Peter Reid was the same, one or two of the others were the same. But they just had that will to get out there week in, week out. And I think that probably gave me, you know, great grounding for the rest of my career. Mm-mm. And you need... You need a great man manager as well, and uh, there's certainly no better man manager and manager of of them kind of players than our Kendall. Yeah, no, I mean him and Colin were fantastic. Mm. You know, they, they were a great double act. They were fantastic duo. It was bad, good cop, bad cop a lot of the time, yeah. and uh, but I would, I would just great. I would know how to get the best out of everybody. You know, I used to have little meetings with certain parts of the team at times, and Colin used to drop words in when he needed to. Mm. And, now and again, sessions call and stop it, and and uh, you know give everybody a bit of a barking at the right mm. time. But you know you need that you needed it, and they knew how to get the best out of people, and they weren't afraid to tell everybody, which I think was yeah. important at the time. You know, cool. they weren't afraid to tell anybody, and you know everybody got uh, got the telling off when they needed, and everybody got their arm around the shoulder when yeah. they needed it. Mm. But to be fair, as a group, generally. I think most of the time their job was quite easy because the lads did it. The mm. lads knew how to get the best out of each other and the lads knew how to, to, to make sure that they looked after each other and, and you know, I think that, that was a, a strong point of that group as well. Mm. What do you make of the current team, Paul? Uh, what do you uh, do you think they need anything? Well, obviously they'll bring one or two players in next season, but uh, after the season that they had last year, it's been really disappointing season from Evertonian's point of view yeah I think so I mean I think the Evertonians are probably clamoring for the fact that they'd love to be challenging again I think they've they've sort of had a few years now where they've promised so much but without reaching the targets that probably they'd like to get to and Mm. you know I think Obviously, the money side of football nowadays is so you know so much of it is based around getting the players in, and obviously the money and the wages and everything. And you know the competition that they've got is 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 going to make it very hard for them. But uh, you know I love that. I like to watch them play at the right times. Yeah. But I think he, I think Roberto's probably just got getting to that stage of of knowing that sometimes it's probably going to have to change the way he plays to get yeah. results. You can't always get results by playing pretty football. And I think Mourinho at Chelsea has probably shown that this year, that if you're going to win leagues, if you're going to if you're going to be successful, you, you know, your philosophy can, can still stay the same, but sometimes you're going to just have to tweak your tactics on days. Mm-hmm. What do you... A uh, couple of teams that uh, we've mentioned before, you played for uh, Watford... Uh, there uh, obviously came up Troy Deeney, a striker that obviously is scoring plenty of goals, or he has done uh, in the Championship. Uh, do you think Wilkie that they'll they'll cope with the Premier League? Do you think they'll have enough to stay up? I think 
attacking-wise, they might surprise one or two people because they are a fluid-flowing attacking side. But mm. I think defensively, they'll they'll have to strengthen at some stage. I think they'll probably have to... Um, I mean, I know they do... The two play with a back three at times and a back four. So, that yeah, I think they'll probably have to bring in one or two in, in the defensive man. I think Troy Deeney, to be fair to him, I watched him three or four years ago at Warsaw and he's come on in leaps and bounds and done terrific. And mm. I think his strength and his power and his pace will enable him to be a success in the Premier League. And he's a good finisher. And I think, you know, he's he'll be one that might surprise one or two people. Mm. They've got the key to success at Watford. Just have four managers a season. <laughs> got them up this year, didn't it? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's the other people that you look at and you think, oh my God, the people are behind them must be thinking, what the hell's going on every day? Here? <laughs> <laughs> More managers than the NHS. Yeah. Just, uh, uh, can you just tell us about Alex Neil? Because obviously when he came down from Hamilton, people were quite surprised. He was still playing there as well, wasn't he? But he was player manager. He's come down. What's it been like? To, to work with him what have you seen in him because everyone's talking about him obviously being a, such a great young manager yeah to be fair I'm, I'm saying this to you guys I didn't really know a lot about him I knew he'd been at Barnes as a player and, and uh, one or two other bits but uh, to be fair he's, he's been terrific he's been a breath of fresh air around the place he's come in uh, he's been quite strong and, and methodical in his ways and he likes to do things his way which mm. is important as a manager I think you, you've got to put your stamp on the club and He's certainly done that. Uh, he's a, he inherited a good, uh, mm. to be fair, good squad of players, but to take that on to the next level, you've still got to be able to come in and, and make sure you have your impression on them, and he's certainly done that, and the players have responded to him, and they've had a terrific run, and it was just a shame that uh, they just missed out, really, because you know, it would have been quite nice to go up, but you don't always get a second chance in life, and they've got a second chance. Mm. So. True. True. Well, enjoy your trip up to uh, yes, Merseyside we'll keep, this get week. Get the boys revved up, son, <laughs> even though it's only under 21. Get them revved up and uh, take the points all the way down hey, listen, to Gallery Road. Listen, I wish I was out there, mate, yeah. against the Reds, you know what I mean? <laughs> You've got to be ready for it, pal, haven't you? You certainly have, certainly have, mate. Brilliant. Well, good luck, Wilkie. Great talking to you. Hope to see yeah, you soon, pal. Guys. Brilliant. Top man. All the best. Yeah. But I listen, good luck to you for your kid tomorrow as well and then playoffs, mate. Thanks ever so much, Wilkie. I'll pass that Stop, on to man. him. Thank yeah, you, mate. Top man. Cheers, pal. Bye, mate. Ian St. John. Ian Snowden. This is Saint and Snods on Radio City and City Talk.